welcome to Inside Motorsport. I'm here with Alex Davison, who's on duty at Winton as his co-driver role, but he has a number of different hats he wears during, during a year. One of those hats uh, he had on for the first time last weekend at Sydney Motorsport Park. Welcome, Alex. You're talking about TCR. Yeah, no, it was interesting being on the other side of the fence for once. Um, but if I'm not able, you know, I'd love to be racing in TCR, obviously, but if I'm not, uh, I'm not competing in the event, and uh, it was definitely a nice opportunity to, to have another role there. And uh, better than being on the couch at home, got to get in and amongst it. So, no, it's uh, different, but quite enjoyable. Okay. Now, um, your role, your driving standards observer or advisor? Yeah. Um, and you were brought into that job by? Uh, well, the, the organisers of the championship um, decided they needed someone and they work together with CAMS on, on that side of things. So um, Dave Stewart from CAMS, formerly of Stone Brothers and Supercars and everyone, um, put my name forward and we discussed it. Um, as I said, I didn't have anything else um, me from doing it, so it was a great opportunity. Okay, now you, you were sitting in a, a role in the control tower which you hadn't sort of done before. Oh, well, you had one experience on the stand doing it, yeah, just but it wasn't really at, at this level, so okay, yeah, more or less it's my first first real time doing right. it. But it's 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 not a it's not really a big deal because being a driver, you it's you're dealing with dealing with DSAs. Every, every weekend, yeah. depending on how well behaved you've been. So um, I, I didn't find it too foreign. Um, you know, you, but you realise the pressure guys in that position are under um, when you get to a you get to a situation where you've got to make a decision um, and maybe it's not a clear-cut incident. It's a bit grey and, you know, the racer in me wants to, wants to let them off because I'm like, oh, I can see how that happened, but... Um, so you got to look at it from, I'm used to looking at different incidents only from my perspective, generally trying to get out of trouble. Um, and obviously in the DSA's position, you need to look at it from um, all different angles and um, from the perspective of the organisers from TCR, the perspective of both both cars involved and you need to try and balance that decision. But, um, you know, as I said, I, I quite enjoy it and uh, it's not some, I'm not trying to revolutionise the way people go racing, as I said to all the competitors, the only the only foundations I set for them is I want you to do what a very good what the top racing drivers do off their own bat. Um, you look at the top five guys or the top guys in any championship. Supercars is a good example. Um, they generally the top guys who are winning races bring their cars back straight. They're not turning people around and coming in with the bonnet up to the windscreen. Um, so that's you know. It's, it's sort of that foundation that I'm working towards. I remember uh, you talking earlier about it, and I, I cast my mind back to um, Peter Wallerman back in his <laughs> days when he filled yeah. the big chair in supercars. Sure, with Thomas. Uh, well, uh, this is a pre-Thomas, in fact, um, when uh, um, Peter, I remember <laughs> early on, <laughs> used the phrase, uh, you ruin somebody else's weekend, we'll ruin yours. Which sounded like with nothing at all what you were talking about in, in the job because you were really explaining to me the way in which you work as, a, as an advisor to the drivers just to try and help them understand it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, it's, it's not my job to hand out the penalties necessarily. It's my job to advise um, 
stewards and but also advise the competitors um, you know what, what should be done from a from a driver's perspective so whether that's helping you know my aim is to to help the competitors as much as possible and there's inexperienced guys and there's, and there's very experienced guys out and guys and girls in the field but it's my job to uh, to try and help shape the way they go racing um, with the end result being that they put on a fantastic show for TCR and to promote the series so the end goal is for them to have great exciting hard racing without tearing cars apart that's that's my that's my Give, job. So. Given that everyone in Australia really only saw TCR firsthand for the first time last weekend, mm. it seemed like pretty encouraging sort of thing. I think it's really exciting, and uh, not just because I'm involved, but I, I was excited in the championship and uh, before I had this role, and was hoping to be part of it from a driver as a driver. So um, I think there's definitely a, there's definitely space in the Australian motorsport landscape or market or whatever you want to call it for that category there's yeah. room there for another for another sort of professional or semi-professional championship um, and you know it's never going to compete with supercars and I don't think anyone intends it to but there's definitely room for it for a TCR championship and it's the cars are relevant um, there's an opportunity for manufacturers and dealers to get involved at a relatively um, low investment and uh, you know, I really hope that it it grows to the point where the, the teams are able to sort of uh, to fund cars, and it gives guys like me and the myriad of other drivers who don't have a full-time supercar drive the opportunity to go racing still. So I'm hoping that's where it gets to. There was actually a story which I saw recently printed about Bathurst, which has been looking for another event to <coughs> add to their calendar of events at the track. Is uh, the World Touring Car? A world TCR, yeah. and uh, you sort of think, wow, now that would be something to have cars which are identical, yeah. uh, to be able to bring them out here and race against our fields. What's the beauty of the TCR Championship, and it's similar to, um, to G FIA GT3 racing, also yeah. that you can have all these national championships and you can have a world bring championship and you can bring them all together. Um, in uh, you know, there's lots of different ways you can bring them together around the world. So. There's uh, lots of possibilities, I suppose. All right, wonderful. Thank you, Alex Davison. At some stage in the near future, we're going to sit down with Alex because he's got a unique uh, history, which includes um, the well, actually, the first Australian to win a race at Indianapolis with Will Power following him home last year. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't well, think many people would look at it. Power following it's me home. The events aren't weren't quite on the same not level. Not quite the but same, anyway, but hell, anyway, you keep, I, like, the, I like keeping things in perspective. But you yeah, will no, at I the Brickyard before Will did. I won, did, I won you know? a race at yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah, <laughs> but and competed in a tremendous series for Super Cup that uh, would have been some part of your life that we'd love to hear more about. Sure. All right. Wonderful. Thank you to Alex Davidson for joining us today on Inside Motorsport. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.